why did the three doctors I saw the first time write me off and say, we don't know why you have chronic pancreatitis? Are they stupid? Uh, did they not take time to Google? Are they lazy? Uh, anywhere you better become a domain. So, you know, this is actually a really great question from this multi-orgasmic cum dump. Um, as she refers to herself. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey everybody, welcome to Dr. After Dark. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate the emails. They're so good today. You wait for these. They are good ones. Uh, Dr. After Dark at gmail.com. And of course, the voice messages, which are always good. 818-253-1693. And uh, we're back with the Booth Boys today. Where it's a much needed uh, sort of uh, break in our our uh, pattern, and uh, we've all built up to today's show. We've all been sort of storing up for this one. And uh, I don't know about Danny, but Nadab, anyways, has he's he's like been addled talking to me. Like he's so excited he can't even like uh, get his shit together today, right? Is, or do you have? Is that your excuse, or what is your excuse? Yes, I can barely contain my yes, excitement. I figured that was your excitement. Yeah. Well, we're gonna do a test today on on Nadav, It turns out. Any, would you participate in this as well? Uh, depends what the test is. It's not going to be as revealing as some of the stuff you've done. Well, it might be. It might. It might feel that way. But I don't think. Sounds like I don't a think lie. You, no, no, <laughs> I don't think you would find it as revealing as the stuff you've done. I, I really think you've done harder. What? What? Are we starting wrong today? Nadav's already holding his <laughs> no, head. No, I'm just saying that the thing you sent me is called an Aspie quiz, which I feel like is—is is that what you call it? I just said autism. Uh, that's, that was the uh, the title I sent you. Oh, is Aspie the name of the doctor? Uh, it might be the name of the, it might be the, somebody might've titled the, 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 the document that way. Got it. That okay. was not me. That was I not thought me. it was just like, oh yeah, these Aspies over here. No, 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 no. I look at it. I look at it all as autistic spectrum. We don't, we don't even use the term Asperger's anymore. It's autistic spectrum. It's, right, it's right, non, non neurotypical, which is a good thing, right? You don't want to be neurotypical. It's just, that's boring. What's the matter? What have I done? What have I done? I've already ruined something. No, 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 I'm just in. doing something that you're not supposed to be looking at okay, because good. you're looking at I won't look at that. too much. All right, cool. Uh, all right, so, <laughs> so appreciate you guys being here. Again, do send us any suggestions you have any, any on these emails and things. You get there, people you want me to interview, people you think we might uh, enjoy having on the show. Please do take, give us those suggestions. We'd love to hear about it. And uh, yeah, today, sit back and enjoy Drew and the Booth Boys. This should be interesting. I think I, I want to start with a couple of emails, if you don't mind. Um, actually, before we do the emails, uh, as the mics were heating up here, and he made a comment about uh, Nadab getting his eyes boiled. And I said, well, hold that thought. Well, what is that all about? So I've been going to, uh, you know, I've been working out at the Onnit gym a little bit. It's, you know, uh, I'm getting a little bit of work done. But whenever. What are you doing if you work out? <sighs> uh, it's not a hard question. It's just a simple question. What are you doing? There's a big sigh. <sighs> I'm trying to, like, run through all the okay, things. It's all right. a lot of stuff. Okay, you know? it's, okay good. Uh, mainly lifting stuff. <laughs> Like like what? Pray tell? <laughs> no, um, it's uh, uh, we're doing uh, kettlebell circuits. We're doing battle okay. ropes. You have a trainer? Yeah, good yeah, for I'm doing you. Some one on one. You still sticking to the diet? Mm -hmm. What are you doing for diet? Uh, paleo and restrictive eating. Yes, look at you. Yeah, and he's like giving me a knowing nod, like he's doing it. Is putting in the work, but then there's a couple other things where it's just like I'm learning how stupid my body is because it's been sedentary for like thirty plus years. It's fighting you. Uh, 
Well, at first I was just like, oh yeah, my back just gets thrown out sometimes. I don't know why, oh, oh, but now right. it's just like, oh, anytime I deadlift, I th- my bot- my well, back gets thrown out within two days. Not only deadlift, I'm guessing your core work has not been great in the last right. 30 years. Anytime so. I do any type of hip hinges and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, but it's... Uh, I'm, it just makes it so that I can't work out for like a couple weeks to a month. So now I'm seeing a physical therapist to just try and strengthen the muscles around good, the things. Good, because it's all muscular, it's all soft tissue. Yeah, for sure. Good for you. You're you're an example, man. What 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 led to that moment of change? It's the stuff that really interests me. You see, Thirty years of one thing, and all of a sudden, I'm gonna do something different. People giving you enough shit here. Somebody offer you some money. What was what was that moment of change? You know, change? it's funny. Someone offered me some money, and yeah. then they just kind of never really brought it up again. Uh, was that me? <laughs> no, you said no, it like a, I'll take I'll take it, money. Is it Tom though, or Bert? Wait, who was it? Which uh, one? It was both. Bert oh, said oh. a million. Oh, and then they peeled it back to an amount. They'll <laughs> <laughs> take you out to steak dinner. <laughs> you Fancy dinners are nice. Is, is, is there a, is there a goal amount we're losing? Um, yeah. So I started at the fattest I've ever been at my vaccine weight, uh, which was two seventy five. Mm. And uh, now I'm like in the upper mid 240s. So like I've, I've lost a little bit of weight since the beginning of the year. But you've done it properly. You've done it the right yeah, way. Yeah, and I, you know, I've been going to a doctor throughout all times, and she's taking good. blood tests and stuff. Good I'm try- for you, man. Yeah, I'm trying to not have to like take medicine. Does it feel for good. The rest of my life <sighs> feels great. What, what medicine are you taking? Blood pressure? No, no, no. no. To avoid, avoid taking. taking We're it. just like, oh, you did this so fast, so quick, so stupid. Oh no, 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 you no. Now no, no, need yeah. to like good. triglycerides or whatever. You know, crazy. <laughs> and it feels good, right? Uh, to be less fat, definitely. Yeah, and to be taking care of things. And it's, it, do, you, do you enjoy working out? Yeah, I, I mean, I love deadlifting until I connected the dots that that's what was throwing out you my back. You love deadlifting. That's interesting. Yeah, like farmer carries, anything that like puts hair on your chest. I, I, I really like that shit. Well, just they should still find a way to do more of that. The, the most important exercise is the exercise you'll do. Right. And the exercise you will do is the exercise you enjoy doing. and And find ways to make it more and more enjoyable for yourself. Like for me... I, you know, I find I do these little sort of circuits, you know, I, I sort of p- pile one exercise on another just to get it done. But I, but I listen to stuff, I listen to podcasts, I study languages, I do, I do stuff. So I feel like I'm almost meditative when I'm doing it. Oh, right. But then that reminds me why we even got to this is bringing it back to boiling the eyes. Yes. So I realized too, because whenever like my back would get aggravated, my trainer was like, oh, meet me at Kuya, which is this sauna slash polar plunge slash isolation tank. Like, they do all sorts of cool stuff. Wow. Where is that? That downtown? Uh, it's it's right across from uh, from Onnit. Ooh. Uh, yeah, dude. Onnit? Dude. Onnit has a place here? Yeah. Or was it the gym? It's, it's the Onnit gym. Oh, my God. Do you know how much Onnit peanut butter I eat per week? No, yeah. I think <laughs> the nut butter, the fat butter. Mm-hmm. No, you love that shit. Love that shit. Uh, yeah, if you want, we could swing by after this. We'll we'll get a workout at Onnit. Well, actually, yeah. no, I can't today. But uh, uh, maybe one of these times we go and we do a, a session over at Kuya because whenever I go in there, like it's uh, – First of all, it reduces all inflammation. So anything that yeah. might feel like with my back tingling, yeah. like it, it brings the pain down from, let's call it a four, it brings it down to a one, mm. like a lot more manageable. But whenever I leave there, my eyes are kind of blurry for the rest of the day. And I could only imagine that's because I'm just slowly boiling my eyes. No, I don't think so. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Then why are my eyes so blurry? I don't know. I wonder if you're dropping your pressure or something. Why don't you, they're blurry the rest of the day. Yeah, it, maybe it's just like, oh, you're so relaxed. No. <laughs> we don't need to see you for the rest of the day. Is it know? close vision or far vision or both? It, just completely blurry. Blurry? <laughs> yeah. Huh. 
Have you have you talked to your doctor about that? Nah. Have your sugars ever been up? Uh, sugar. Blood sugar. Uh, I don't think we that's ever he, been an issue. Yeah, and blood pressure ever down? Uh, blood pressure is weird. I've noticed that sometimes I get dizzy if. Uh, yeah, it uh, sounds more like a that kind of thing. But then it's just know. down for the rest of the day. Could be. It sounds a little weird. Well, let's let's uh, we'll. we'll and it's zero yeah. percent possible that I blurred my that, that, that I boiled my eyes. You could boil your eyes, but it wouldn't cause blurry vision. You know what I'm saying? Well, would it cause blindness? Blindness, <laughs> right? So, of course, right, right. right. So and pain, <laughs> a lot of pain, like really yeah. serious pain. No, yeah, this is a good kind. All right, let's get to this. You let's got get it. let's get the show going. Uh, but thank you for the update. I appreciate that. I'm inspired. Uh, Doctor Hitler is in booth. J- booth 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 J's booth J's. Yeah, short for juice. Oh Jesus. You, Again, Annie has these really knowing nods today. Uh huh. That's what I'm talking about. Like you're you're throwing in the J game too. <laughs> what is that all about? As far as I know, there's one J in there. Is there two? No, it's uh, sometimes Zola's in here. Okay. All right. Uh, my name is Rob Pasadena. Uh, is there any correlation between sexual repression leading to more extreme sexual kinks? I grew up very sexually repressed to a variety of factors: parents, religion, societal norms. Because of this, I kept my sexuality bottled up for all my formative years. Wasn't active until 24. Uh, I jade my D plenty of tears, but felt very guilty and ashamed of what, you know, my, I seem to get into more and more kinky porn as I grew older. Today, I feel I am into some pretty pervy stuff. I can't help but think that bottling everything up for so long led to my being into some pervy sexual kinks. Would love to hear your thoughts on it. Touch my camera through the fence. Ta-ta, there are word. Thank you, Rob. Well done. So I think more in terms of trauma or extreme experiences causing kink. And so I don't think of it as sort of the repression itself causing the kink, but the fact that it was so overwhelming to you to try to deal with sexual feelings and thoughts because there was all this shit bearing down on you. So it makes sense to me that the more the more traumatic, the more arousing. And then as you sort of become freed up, uh, you know, on the day of access to all this pornography and stuff, of course you just start going down that path. And then you can get, you know, if you're if you're prone to porn addiction, that to me seems like a great way to get some addiction going. Even if you're not prone to porn addiction, you could sort of, because it has a trauma base to it, you could keep getting into more and more intense material. So, dude, Rob, my, my advice to you would be to have a relationship with somebody and start dealing in the world and start, you know, if you can't get your hands on this, this is a great time for therapy because it will help you regulate all that. And sort of, you can take it outside of, you know, be not so ashamed and guilty about it and have somebody sort of in a non-judgmental way evaluate it with you. Dude, interesting. When I white, I yellow. I'm 26-year-old. I have a problem since I reached puberty. I go a long time without masturbating, which I do for... I don't run into that many religious people these days, but they all seem to watch After Dark in your mom's house, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it's a Christian show. But... (laughs) There is stuff, I, I do have a feeling, I, I said like five years ago, I feel like America's due for a great awakening, that there'll be a sweep into more religion soon. So I, I'm not, I, I'm surprised that they're, you know, this is being told to us from people that had it happen to them 10 years ago, but interesting. Okay. So after a typical round of urination, my body sometimes sends out a bit of semen. It's not the full load. And although it's mixed with urine, it feels as though it's coming from the typical semen place. Almost everything I read and everyone I talked to says it's impossible. That never happened to me. Am I a medical anomaly or just plain old cancer? You bet I'm coming to May. My friend, it is not cancer. 
you, you guys have heard me answer this before on this show, right? You're, here, here's what, he doesn't give us his name, but you need to watch more After Dark. You, you'll, you'll learn by watching After Dark, right? You've heard me talk about this before, right? It's not just me thinking that, gentlemen? We, yeah. Okay, so what would I say this was? There's three, three things. Oh boy, you guys, you guys need to listen to me more too. So Sorry, we were dealing with something in here. Uh, okay, good. Um, so one is sort of well. First of all, the prostate, in addition to creating semen, creates a bunch of material and lubricants for the urethra, which starts way up inside your body, gets through your pelvic floor, and out to your tip of your penis. And the prostate is producing a bunch of fluids that lubricate the urethra, which starts way up inside your body, goes through the pelvic floor, out to the tip of the penis. And not only is it a lubricant, it's also um, an, it's an immunologically active material to keep infection from going up. So there is just, a, some people produce more of that than others. You sort of have a, a weepy penis, as a weepy prostate, as opposed to one that is sort of more, has a tight gasket, as we say. A weepy penis. Yeah, weepy penis versus a tight gasket. Is that a, is that a medical term? You know, these are all medical penis? terms, tight <laughs> gaskets, all these things are very, very medical. Um, and so that's one possibility. Next possibility is because you're masturbating so little, you get a little overflow from the seminal vesicles. So the seminal vesicles are the, the let's show me the seminal vesicles since I have to review everything with everybody. Prostate and seminal vesicles, please. Prostate and seminal vesicles. Prostate produces the fluid, seminal vesicles stir, save it and, and mix it with the sperm. Sperm is sort of dripping in. Are located there you are. There they are right there on the left. Second one, second one in. That, no, that one. So there they are. They're sitting on top of the prostate. And you see how they just sit there and the vas deferens drip into them and mix with the uh, prostatic fluid, which is sort of stored there. Oh, yeah. And that's where it all comes out. That's, and they can get full. Now, go back to that first one. The the Yeah. Now, you see how the whole thing sets against the rectum, right? You see, yeah, right. There you go. See the set? Right. And so go to your my left a little bit. No, no. A little bit, a little more, a little more, a little more, a little more, a little more. And then go down a little bit. All right, right there, nah, seminal vesicle. Wait, up again a little bit. Up a little. There you are. So you're against the seminal vesicle there. And the seminal vesicles, you see that's right against the rectum. If somebody has a big bowel movement, they can push on the seminal vesicles and the prostate and maybe push out a little fluid. So uh, that's another way to do it. Is you have a, you know, a large bowel movement, people will say, I'm, I'm having a big bowel movement. I think I came. No, you just kind of massage the prostate, essentially. So, uh, yeah, and you guys will remember this now. You will not forget it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. All right. Very good. One more email, and then we'll do some voice messages. Uh, Ethan from Louisiana. Ever since I was nine, while showering at the shower, water would hit my penis in a certain way and always give me very close to orgasm feeling. I never make white, but it sends the best feeling through my body and accomplishes and is accompanied by pee. What the hell is happening? Well, when you're young, particularly, the tip of the penis can be a source of um, all kinds of tingly feelings. Uh, that sort of are, you know, some people may actually create an actual orgasm type experience, so that's unusual. Uh, you'll hear something similar from women that will say that I was 10 and I was, you know, leaning up against a, you know, washing machine on the spin cycle and all of a sudden I had something like an orgasm. It, there, this, this system is ready to go, right? Even though you haven't had puberty yet, it just sort of isn't really fully engaged yet until you hit puberty at 12, 13. So it's, it's just one of those things. People get a lot of tingly feelings at the tip. Voice messages, my friend. Let's do this. All right. Voice All right. messages. Let's go ahead and go with this link. Yeah. Hey there. Uh, this is Aaron from uh, Lake Havasu City, Arizona. I just had a quick question about uh, farts. So 
You know sometimes when you fart, and it's usually like that one sharp one that doesn't even really make a sound, but it really fucking hurts, you know? You know what I'm talking about? And I, I hope I'm not the only person that experiences this, but uh, if you can give me some insight into why that is, uh, that would solve a great mystery of my life. Uh, Ta-ta there, retards. Hmm. What a great intellect on display here from Lake Havasu. Um, did you understand what he was asking? I didn't really even get it. I think like it's we. I think he was just like, "Hey, why would my farts hurt?" <laughs> right? But it's, it's a first fart or something, right? Didn't he say like their initial fart? Uh, look, you can get all kinds of funny, visceral, crampy feelings for all kinds of reasons in that area. Uh, farting and having gas in the area, having sort of certain kinds of, you know, should we put up the the stool? Spectrum again, you know, the stool scale. Uh, Bristol this school chart? Bristol school chart. actually came up for me personally when I All went right, to see what a was doctor. That that you said? The Bristol stool chart? Yes. Yeah, cool. It actually came up for me personally when I was visiting a surgeon because I have diverticulitis and I get uncomfortable, weird feelings and stuff. There you are. Oh my God. You guys really enlightened me on this one. So, uh, yeah, the, the surgeon was um, very much trying to get me into like, Type three, he thought type three was sort of optimal there, or maybe type two. Fours and fives are the uh, four. He felt was a little too, might be a little too soft. Uh, so it's sort of between three and four, I think, is where he was sort of urging me to be. And uh, it was interesting how he described it. I thought, oh, you're talking about the uh, Bristol stool chart. Uh, well done, my friend. And it turns out that rectal pressures uh, are actually an important thing that surgeons have to pay a lot of attention to. It's not my field, so it's something I've not paid a lot of attention to. And I thank the Booth boys for enlightening me on the stool chart. Thank you for that, gentlemen. You are welcome. Uh, that's how ignorant I am. Uh, we all have our own source of ignorance, and the stool chart happened to be my, my blind spot. Um, but if you're, in, if you're outside of the sort of normal range of, of solid, it can cause a lot of crampy feelings down there. And if gas only exacerbates all that. Now, whether that is diverticulitis, like it is in my case, whether it is fistulas or hemorrhoids or uh, uh, various kinds of colitis, like just local colitis or ulcerative colitis or Crohn's, all these things can, inflammatory bowel diseases can figure into this. But gas, it, it, it can make things, it can make the crampiness kind of worse. And in this guy's case, for whatever reason, the first one is the one that gives him his little, little visceral feeling. So there you go. It's just one of those things. It's just how we're constructed. And uh, when you think about it, I mean, think deeply about it. Imagine you're a surgeon and you have to repair that area and also maintain that function. You have to think about things, things pretty carefully, that all that nervous input into the area, all the vascular elements that are necessary for the peristalsis to work. It's a lot of variables. It's a lot of stuff going on. So there you go. Man, you got to be pretty smart to be a butt doctor, huh? You have to be a butt doctor, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> colorectal surgery is intense shit there's a lot of stuff going on down there and uh it's funny i talked to a where was i, I was at an airport or something and and i talked to a physician's assistant she was oh, i just i love assisting on those surgeries and the, the colorectal the anatomy is so fascinating i thought i guess for some people yeah not for me anyway what's up voicemail <laughs> voice message Hey, Dr. Mommy and the Booth Boys. Hey, so everyone knows that when you get hit in the balls, mm. uh, sometimes you get uh, like a stomachache. Mm. Uh, but since I can remember, the opposite happens to me. 
then I'll have a stomach ache from having to take a huge shit, diarrhea, massive explosion, Thank what you. have you. Keep going. And it feels like someone has my balls in like a vice. Um, everyone I ask, like all dudes I ask, no one's ever like heard of this like ever. Uh, so I was just wondering if, you know, I should be concerned. Maybe I have like too many, too much pee in my balls or something. Uh, anyway, thank you. That's where it's best. Bye. I hope you said that just to fuck with me. I really do. Um, I, I really hope your understanding of anatomy is not that, shall we say, piss poor. Ha <laughs> Um, so... Uh, yeah, we, you know, I just talked about the anatomy of that area and the, the, the visceral tissue planes all kind of connect up together in that region in certain ways. And certainly the nervous tissue is sort of, there's a lot of common sort of roots to these things. And yeah, it's not uncommon for people to actually, if they have spasm of that, of that, of that area, it's called tenismus and they get sort of spasm of the pelvic floor muscles, which can get involved with all that. Yeah. Testicular pain is not that uncommon, and it will feel visceral, much like when you've been kicked in the ball. So that's not that unusual. Mm. So even though he's interviewed all his friends and none of them have it, it's not that unusual. Actually, I had something happen to me uh, within the last week or two that I, I feel like is cause for concern, but the pain went away. So I, do I'm tell. almost afraid to ask Oh, you. please do. Um, I felt like I had a pee coming on. Yeah. And so I went to the bathroom, mm. and then I... You know, nothing. Do what I normally do and nothing. Yeah. And then I was just like, maybe let me just push a little bit. And I pushed probably a little harder than I wanted to. And you got pain. Stomach ache for yeah. like a day or two. Ooh, day or two. Well, that, don't worry about the stomach ache. That's a nothing. Because <laughs> uh, the, the, that's, you just, you did that by pushing. Uh, the, the problem is, though, you can irritate your prostate lifting weights. That is actually irritating to the prostate. Are you breathing properly when you well, lift? Well, I lift with my hands. I understand that. Yeah, I understand you don't use your penis or your prostate when you lift weights. But but the but Valsalva bearing down is actually irritating to the prostate. And I remember when I was younger and I used to like, use very heavy weights, I would get shit like that all the time. Is that and, why you wear the the weightlifting belt? No, the belt is really for your back, but and it's it's also it's It's like something like push against though, right? Yeah, yeah, but it, it, would, it won't help your prostate. Uh, breathing helps your prostate. Okay. Are you breathing properly when you're lifting? Yeah, it's like you... Is let, your trainer like on you, you about that? Yeah you, yeah, you flex the core and breathe through the flex and all that. And Yeah, so so tell him tell him you might be having some consequence. It's the Valsalva. It's the bearing down that causes the... It happened It happened one time I understand. Last week. I've been I, working out with him for like six months. I, I understand. Point. It's all good. It's, okay. it, it tells me you're doing a lot of hard work, right? Uh -huh. But it, and it might get worse. And it's, it's no big deal. You can get prostatitis ultimately, and that, that's a little more of a deal. And this might be a sign that that's coming on, but nah. It's just one of them things. And it may, you know, later on, when you're older, it might mean you have a, kind of a big prostate and... Mm -hmm. Maybe more ejaculation. You got to really work on that, clearing the pipes. So I should come more is what you're That's saying. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> Too much cum in those balls, bro. <laughs> Too much pee in them balls. I feel like I'm already yeah. doing maximum output, but I mean, if the doctor says I should be, you know, taking what it I'm up saying. to five, six I, I'm, days. I'm right? more interested in any right now. It looks like a statue today. Are you Are you okay? Is everything cool? You. I'm all good, man. You, How are uh, you? I'm good. I, you're, you're a sort of, your stoicism is like at an all-time high for me. I appreciate that. Thank is, you. Is that good? Is that where you're at right now? Uh, I mean, if you see that, I suppose. Yeah. Is everything everything going well? Um, you're all. You don't have to divulge I'm anything. I'm not going to keep going. I'm just just making sure you're okay. Is there no, yeah. anything changing in your life? 
Uh, yeah, a few things, but all yeah. in very in, in good positive ways. ways. Good. Yeah, I, I feel Excellent. very actually balanced recently. Good for you. And yeah. uh, moving your bowels a little more frequently, or uh, I've been smoking weed a little more, so mm. yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That makes you move your bowels more. I told you last time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, yeah. And is that because why, but... maybe it's, well, that relaxes, relaxes smooth muscle and stuff. That might be that. But it also might be reduces your fear when you go into the toilet, maybe? I think it's just that um, I am not, I mean, I think I've come to understand that OCD affects me a lot more than I realized. Ah. Um, ah. And the, there's, there's a sense of like everything being correct. I think, and uh-huh. not shitting is one of those things. Eating the way I do is one yep. of those things. Yep. It's a very just like correctness. Yes, and, yes. Uh, smoking weed and having a more balanced life in yes. general has just kind of taken me away from that you, shit. You, I you've don't moved care. away from your bespokeness. Uh, is that what that is? Your be- everything's bespoked with it, with with Mr. Annie. Bespoked. bespoked. Yeah, that ha- that word went over my head as well. Yeah. We used to do a bespoke post. Yeah, bespoke thing. post. Right. I, I know I bespoke was... post. Bespoke like... means just just so, just generated just so. It's just so. Oh right, like custom custom. Yeah, fit. custom, custom fit. Tailored, custom. I remember. Yeah, I thought it was just like I don't know, like cool so, belts and shit. Yeah, just it some. It's like yeah, man. Uh, people bespoken about these boxes <laughs> that we have. <laughs> bespoke, yo. <laughs> they bespoke as fuck. Like I don't. <laughs> we bespoke. Oh, we're gonna send bespoke post a bill for this. I one. love it. Uh, okay, so 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 we're talking about um, everybody's sort of constitutional features. I I'm I I think I'm sure I've shared many times on this show that that I am I'm OCD and I have this OCD quality that makes me more anxious. So OCD can have anxiety. Do you have anxiety? Any own experience it as an anxiety person? Me? Yeah. Uh, so I'm. You have fear, but not yeah. anxiety, really. Do you? Uh, not consistently. No. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't experience you that mm-hmm. way. I I have that. And so anxiety kind of has two sort of versions. There's there's anxiety that brings on depression. It's almost a anxiety is almost a mood state. And then there's anxiety that comes from depression and OCD that tends to be in that category. And it's more of an agitated kind of an anxiety. It's more leads to me the this other category is sort of more associated with panic, which I also had when I was younger was panic disorder, which was good times. Um, and when and I was depressed at the time, but I didn't realize it. One of the things about being a young adult is you don't you're not really realizing oftentimes the state you're in. You're just in that state, and you can't be very objective about it. That's part of the young young male brain in particular. But one of the things in terms of being objective about, it, we wondered was whether Nadav had any sort of um, quirks or qualities that we might be able to objectively evaluate. And you know, early on, the idea of autistic spectrum came up. Where did that come up? Was that any calling you that? Was uh, it... it came up with me fearing I was autistic. You fearing it, because mm-hmm. why? Because uh, loud, loud sounds bother me. Okay, loud sounds. Anything else? Uh, I could identify plants in the wild sometimes. So you have weird, when you were younger, did you have lots of weird lists and preoccupations? And Mainly just mint. I'm like, oh, that's a type of mint. mint. Oh, that's a type of mint, mint too. Mint. That's, a, that's a different type of mint than that one. Mint though. preoccupations. <laughs> there's spearmint, there's peppermint. Okay, mint. Anything else? Uh, how, how collect, I collected business cards when I was Business cards, that's right. That was what got us going. The business card thing got us kind of, hmm, I wonder what's going on there. Right, that's pretty and, autistic. And, uh, and, do you, and I think I asked you this when we found the business card trait. Uh, whether or not like when people, when you're in a room with people and the room sort of fills with an emotion like laughter, whether or not you could tell how you got there, would it sort of surprise you that people are suddenly laughing at something? You know what I'm saying? 
Would that was that something that was hard for you when you were younger, particularly? No, uh, that, don't think laughter so much. I, that was just an example, but where the room would suddenly people would be having, sharing some sort of story, and that story would result in pe- feelings in the room, and you'd be like, I, I, you'd get a little confused by that. Nah, I was no. I was usually pretty good with 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 reading emotions and stuff. Uh, okay, how about but but how about ebbs and flows? Of of groups emotions that that's where I find it sometimes more a little more acute for people to have these tendencies, like they'll say I'll be riding on a school bus and all of a sudden the kids would be talking about something and they'd all start typically those they, the the stories I've heard they all started laughing and I couldn't understand why it was funny or like know. I can't pinpoint exact situations I mean I just remember seeing that uh, uh that Michael Rappaport show uh, Atypical where he raises an yes. autistic son yes and relate relating to the autistic son. In ways that I can't pinpoint, where it, it, like him confused, being confused when he talks to people, it's like, oh, I have no idea why they reacted like that. Okay, that's the kind of stuff so like, I'm looking for. Right. So I, but I related with like that feeling. Yeah. But I can't pinpoint yeah. it to a situation that I yeah. had personally. I get it. And so it, this might be very mild, or maybe not even relevant. Right. Oh, not inconsequential. Yeah. So, right. so we decided we give him a test before we do. I saw a, like a TikTok or a or an Instagram from Rappaport. Where he was on a plane and the plane almost like like it was going to go down or something. Did you see that? I did not. I, I didn't know it was him commenting on something that somebody else had posted. Right, he does those. It must have been that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's go take let's go give Nadav the autism test. A very simple one. It's not super accurate. We're not making a diagnosis here, but we just are kind of curious to what extent he relates yeah. to these things that come up on sort of common qualities in people with autistic spectrum. Are you ready? The autism quiz. Could someone you know have symptoms? Mm-hmm. Here we go. So to, you should keep in mind that uh, this is phrased in a way that it's third person, saying that you're kind of taking it for the person that you expect having autism. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. 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 But we're Could- going to give it straight to Nadav, though. No, but, as you were just, I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just letting you know. Because yeah. it's supposed to be where it's just like, oh, well, if you're taking this, this quiz, you're going to answer in a way that you think Right, where you won't have autism, so you, so you guys have to answer it for me. We'll see. We'll do both. Let's do both. Let I me, think let Christina me. took this one on where my mom's at. Yeah, Christina took okay. it. Oh, and how did she do? I she think. she was almost. She was uh, like three points away. Nah. from possible, but nah. she's not there. But know. I wasn't in the room when they took it, so I have no she's, idea what she answered. She's just goth. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> you know, when she was dressed up uh, with Tom the other day, uh-huh. and, yeah. I found it so disturbing, and mostly disturbing because she loved it so much. That's what that was like her vibe. I I don't I don't know. That's no good. The, when it, she was in high school, Evan was. I, she still loves it. I don't like that. I don't like it on the inside. I don't know why it. I don't like it, but I was I was very bothered by it. But you're like, uh, what we what we do in the shadows, right? You like that? Yeah, show? I love that. That's, I love those that. Those are goths. Uh, then she had to go full Nadia, full full vampire, and to get to, and adopt the accent. Then I probably would be in. You know, her dad's or mom's accent. That'd be cool. All right, here we go. We're going to test uh, when someone is, when talking to someone, they have a hard time, meaning Nadav has a hard time figuring out what the person is thinking or feeling. All right, when talking to someone. You have a hard time, it's sort of what you described, and true both now and when younger, true only when younger, true only now, never true. And, what, and what's interesting about this scale is a lot of people outgrow their autistic qualities. So that's why they're asking about younger only because they, they I, I see okay yeah I think when I was younger I had a harder time but I think now I have I have a much easier time figuring out but it emotions. is both both now and when younger to I don't think we've been introduced 
Oh, Siri on that iPad? He's just like, did someone say Nadav's autistic? Let me chime in. Well, he said, I don't think we've been introduced, Nadav. <laughs> okay, we're going to go. We're going to okay. go because we're, we're kind of aware of it now. That's no, why then, this came true, up. True, true, only when younger. But we're aware of it now, aren't we, Annie? That he has a little trouble with that now, yeah? No. No. No, okay, so when younger. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, you told me you had a little trouble with it. We just were saying that no, before I, the test. No, I said that I identified with the autistic person, but I didn't identify... If there was the okay. older, the current okay. self. Okay, got it. Though. All right. Uh, certain textures and fabrics don't bother me. Other people can sometimes bother them or feel offensive on their... Okay. So to Nadav, it can feel, it can bother you or feel offensive on your skin. For specific textures and fabrics. Textures, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I ever had a problem with this. Okay, never You true. don't care about that, like... Like, everyone has that sock thing, you know, where you put a sock on and it, like... Has the the seam at the end that doesn't bug bug you? Mm, doesn't bother the me. Seam at the end. Yeah. No, I only hate it when uh, when I step and it accidentally like hooks under my under my heel, and now I just okay. have a bare heel. I, on my I heel. used to. Fair I remember enough. I was younger. There were fabrics things that used to give me the creeps, but I, I don't have that anymore. Do you have maybe, anything like that? Maybe like uh, like the the fabric that your grandpa's suits were made out of that were like sandpaper. But it has to not bother other people. <laughs> right. So no, we'll, yeah. we'll say no, no, yeah, I've never, never really had a okay. problem with that. Uh, Nadav has trouble with others in group activities. So, and if so, what? I feel like, uh, like depending how big the group is, I'm either uh, very quiet or I'm either very quiet or I'm trying or I'm contributing a lot, but there's not really like in between. And it, was it worse when you were younger? Uh, probably annoyingly so. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. S- and so this is sort of you learn to manage that, and this is how you do it now. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give now and younger, right? Both. We're gonna give it a little both. That Come was on. a little true only when younger. It was because I could because re- you could had regula- trouble. I couldn't regulate when All I was right. younger. You had trouble now. when you were younger, even though it is still true now. It's not. It doesn't bother you now. Man, those first two questions really amped up my. Uh... I really thought I was going to ace this, but now I'm having a little trouble okay. with it. All, All right. right, true. Both now and Both. Okay, 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 good. Fine, Both. Fine, fine. <laughs> okay, next question. Uh, Nadav has a hard time figuring out what others expect of them. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Mm, no. Did I'm, you when you were younger? No. Like your parents would ask you to do stuff and you'd get sort of, if you didn't do it or did something different, you it wouldn't. No, nah, I'd never be confused. I'd like there's always, there was always a clear line where I'm like, oh, I fucked up because okay. I didn't do what they said. Okay, never, never true. Fuck, got it. Never. The first time we hit that one. That's right. <laughs> when when Nadav is hanging out socially, you you don't know how to act. You feel awkward, and this is what this is the group thing again. Yeah, that's kind of like the same as the other question. So we said both. So we'll say we both said again. True it's mild. when younger. We said true when no, younger. No, you finally went to both. All right, I'll give you two on younger on this one. Okay, younger when this one. And, and how would that manifest when you were younger? We'll split the diff. Because um, a lot of younger kids have this. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, th- I think it was just uh, just trying to acclimate to social settings where you know. Was it hard for you? I think it was almost like I saw someone who was just like, man, they're they're way more advanced than I am in this social stuff. Okay, so you Let admired other people that, that could navigate. Okay, got it. And you and you were trying to learn how to do it, which is interesting. That it didn't come naturally. You had to sort of study it cognitively. That's oh, interesting. I don't like that. That's interesting. No problem with social interactions. Um, yeah, I would say that that is that is true. True. You have no problem. Yeah, I have, I have no problem with social interactions. And younger also. I think so. Yeah. 
Like, I, I mean, one on one, definitely, but you put a put me in a huge group, and it's a real coin flip, I guess, according to previous questions. So, what are we saying? What is the answer to this? Look, I don't know, man. This is difficult. But you, I think we're you guys are supposed tr- to answer for me. I think we're gonna. <laughs> what do you say, Annie? Uh, that he has no problem with social interaction. I, I, I mean, I didn't know when he was a kid, but well, now he, definitely not. Not okay. Uh, so no problem. True, both now and younger. Okay, both. Okay. And then sometimes he gets overwhelmed by senses, sight, sounds. You said that, right? And that's both younger and older? Uh, hold on, sorry. Sometimes when they get overwhelmed by You senses, said you don't like loud sounds, that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. Do you go in a quiet room to calm yourself down? Uh, no, I just uh, very quietly and not condescendingly, but I'm like, hey, man, can we turn this down a little bit? All right. Not condescendingly. Cool. Interesting. I try, I try and spare feelings. Okay. When really it's really just my own feelings, right? Well, I don't know. It's just interesting. Well, because it's like, you know, when you're in a place where someone likes playing loud music, I don't want to be the asshole. It's like, hey, man, I know you're really having a good time listening to this loud music. Okay. He means my house, by the way. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I've been there. He listens to it so loud, though. Yeah, he does. We spent a lot of time there. In fact, I I sort of missed it. You know what I mean? When when I was coming out through the show today, I was like, God, remember the good old days when we'd sit sit around Eddie's house and play pool and do hot sauce in the bathroom and... Do hot, hot sauce. sauce well, we in do the hot bathroom? sauce videos what in the bathroom. What is that code for? Okay. <laughs> do, do, do crazy videos in the bathroom. Speaking of which, <laughs> a, a break from the test for a second. So, what what would we call that video that you had me do, where I converted that that kid? Uh, uh, I mean, it was just it was just a trend. A trend. Uh, it was like a trends. real TikTok trend. <clears throat> okay. Have you seen the stuff that Lauren Compton does that way with those the sort of transforming into, like you know. Different people. She's, and she's things. big on the talk. Yeah. Oh, I've seen what she does. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. How involved is that? I, I, you, you had to walk me through the little thing that we did. I saw her thing. I'm like, shit. That must take a week. The, all the makeup and costumes and editing and stuff. No. I mean, she's been doing it a long time. She knows what she's she's professional. Okay. She gets yeah, with yeah. it quick. All right. So if somebody's not doing that for her. She does it herself. I'm. I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. She's an artist. Extraordinary. Okay, uh, so that's uh, both. Okay, next. Uh, wait, then, sometimes I want... That's the quiet room thing again. Right, yeah. Well, No, wait, but I don't have to go to a quiet room. Like, I don't leave the room. Okay. I just politely ask for uh, Annie to stop playing drums so loudly. In to be fair, you've definitely left the room before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, we get I don't know about so. collecting your thoughts, but... It's all right. He just needs to get away from it. Which is One time the, I was uh, just lightly <laughs> tapping on Annie's drum set, and I heard from, like, three rooms over... Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So true both <laughs> yes, now and when both. younger, it looks like. I'm glad you guys are here to help me with these questions. That's the way no this way thing I would have done it. That's truthfully. the way this is designed. No, okay. Prefers to be alone instead of out you in know, social. I thought this was going to be fun. It is fun. Yeah, uh, for you guys, though. Prefers to <laughs> be alone instead of out in social situations. Uh, they prefer to be alone instead of being out in social situations. What would you say? Collecting business cards. <laughs> seems like a, I mean, kind seems of a, like a solo it's activity. Kind of a, it's kind of a coin flip because I feel like I have social anxiety sometimes where it's and if I'm presented with an opportunity to go outside or to like go hang out with people, my first inclination is like, I kind of want to just have a chill night at home. Okay. But, and but then how about when but, you were younger? But whenever I go out, I always love it. I like, understand. But but prefer have a preference. You're sort of you're sort of expressing that preference. And here's and here's something I, I would add to. Uh. I mean, you said a phrase to me when COVID first hit. Uh-oh. Remember we were talking about like, <laughs> oh man, we might need to fucking be inside for like a month or two months or whatever. Uh-huh. You you made like you don't ever bet me anything anymore because I always fucking. 
Because I always win. Yeah. I always take bets that I'm only, only going to win. But right. you were like, yeah, I'll make you a bet that I could stay inside without caring the longest. Like, I could, Both I could be inside younger the, and older, yes. For the next year, and it won't it won't bother me. All right. I'm glad you're here, Any Good. Both. I'm just saying. Uh, when talking. It's usually phrased differently in my head. Yeah. They I'm imagine rel- that. I'm relying on myself for my own happiness. Yes, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> God, when, that's the set. When it up is uh, talking or talking to someone else, they have a hard time figuring out when it's time to speak or to listen. So does the, the back and forth of a conversation get a little choppy for you? Do, Wait, you, do you sometimes, I, I, do you find you're talking over other people? Do you find that you don't know? That was so ironic. That was so <laughs> ironic. <laughs> because <laughs> he literally interrupts you to be like, wait, 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 I'm not understanding what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I was caught up on the last question and I was just like, wait, we're so, already at the end of the next one. I didn't even hear the that, first that part. That actually of it. isn't irony. That's just factual. That's just evidentiary. <laughs> right. evidence. ironic, Andy. It's just autistic. It just is so. <laughs> yeah, it is just Nadav. I think we're putting Nadav's picture at the top of this test. No. Uh, so, so, uh, so the question was: When you were younger, also, did you have difficulty? Would you talk over people and into people? And is the question: Is it now or both? I think I do have a hard time. Both. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Next. I do try to be okay. self-conscious. Okay. Improve. Uh, if I'm vacuuming, if I'm vacuuming, or any's vacuuming, and people are talking too loud. They cover their ears to block out noises. Did you ever used to cover your ears when you were younger to block out noises? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I it's kind of a weird. T- you know, I had I had hyperacusis. I had really sensitive hearing when I was a kid, and I remember when I was like watching like, even guitar performances and stuff like musical performances. I'd have to leave the room, and my parents got angry with me. That, but it it actually hurt, and it wasn't overstimulating. It was just like just no, no. It's and and uh, anyway, so that's going to be a never. I had a I had a thing like that too when I was a kid. My that my the one of the first concerts that my dad had like ever took the family to. Mm. It was, but in my defense, it was a really weird new age. Like it was in the weird new age bullshit. Yeah. And the guy had like eight keyboards with like whale sounds and bird sounds. Oh and yeah. Shit like that. Like it was not. I was not into it. So I was just trying to sleep. Uh, like and plugging my ears and stuff. And uh-huh. then I remember being nudged awake saying. The artist could see you sleeping, trying to do that. So then I was asked. What did your dad do for a living? He was a jeweler. Oh, shocking! Mm-hmm. And your mom did was she have, was she a professional too, or was she a? Uh, no, she was a stay at home mom. But then like she did some work later in life, just uh, uh, like marble countertop. And, and so, stuff. why do the Jews have such a lock on the jewelry? I get the schmata thing, but we like the valuables. Is that is it that? I think it has something okay. to do with it. All right. So, all right. There we go. <laughs> Can't spill jewel. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Without what? Hard for Nadab. <laughs> hard for Nadab to read someone else's facial expressions and body language while talking. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait. Hard for Nadab. Wait, hold on. I didn't answer the va- I didn't answer oh, the I'm, vacuum. I'm giving you. you. I'm giving you a never on that. Wait. Uh, never on the vacuum thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um. So uh, it's hard for me to read someone's facial expressions and body language when uh, they're talking yeah. to them. You know what? Like I would attribute this like uh, uh, when it's someone of the same sex, I feel like I could always read them pretty well. Uh, but if it's someone of the opposite sex, I could never. I'm like, are we are we being friendly or is this flirting? Queef. 
What? He said, are, he said, are we? Oh, I heard like a queef. Are we being? It's like, like, dude, we need like, to educate you. She's queefing in my face. I can't oh, tell if she oh likes me. Oh, my God. Is she queefing on me? Is she like me? No, I thought, going I thought he was using queef as like some sort of some sort of greeting, some sort of queef. Are you okay about with how I'm speaking God, to you? Yeah, I didn't think I'd Okay, now how about when you were so younger? How, how about when you were younger? Um, Probably a little bit more when I was younger. Like, okay, I'm definitely so we're better giving, we're giving at that it a both. now. Okay, yeah. we're giving that a both. Uh, and then well, a detail. Because what, what he's talking about with women is different, though, right? Like, I feel like... It's like with missing dudes, signals and stuff. Yeah, like, that, that's, a, that's a girl... Like, that's a game thing, you know? Like, when it comes to... I've never felt like you don't understand body language around here anyway. That doesn't, okay, doesn't okay. All right, so we'll like give it a younger only. If you, if, uh, true and younger only. Thank you, Annie. Okay. Trying to be objective. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, Trying to be a friend. And it's more work. focused on small details than big picture. Business cards. Tend to focus more on small details. <laughs> so the question is, how about now? Is true it, only when younger. True only when younger. Is that, is that true or is there it's a, that any? On small details. Can he, can he not get the big picture? He sort of loses no. the big picture. No, no way. I feel it's the other way around. Yeah. I'm more big picture than small details. He's super big picture. Oh, okay. Sure. So when younger. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, times they Nadav. Uh, they take someone says too literally, too literally often miss. Yes. Oh, too too literal. Uh, I don't think I've had that problem. I feel like I've had that problem with you. Like what? It's not in the comedy realm. It, mm -hmm. It's sort of more in the like like in in common discourse. I I I. This is sort of an instinct I have. I've never. It wasn't aware of this till I just read this test. But like uh like you're. I may be musing about something like, ah, I wonder if we should do this, do that. And you'll just go, okay, it's done. It's done. I, and I'm not sure if that's the same thing or not. Right. Like, well, Is I mean, that just anxiety well, or is that... No, no, no. I think if we're pitching ideas to each other and you pitch an idea that I like, like I'm like, you run okay, cool. It. Yeah, both parties right. are into it. Let's do it. Okay, we'll give you a never. Okay. All right. Uh, suddenly, suddenly have to do things a new way, get really upset. Like if you have a way of doing things and, and he says, no, no, we're doing it this way or... Chris comes in and tells you, no, no, no sorry, you, it, it's disturbing to you. You have your way and or the highway. I feel like uh, stuff like that has thrown me for a loop before, but I've never put my foot down and being like, no, okay. we're doing this the so, way that so I So when want. you were younger, I cannot believe you were saying that. Because I feel like he's that way too. You are so much yeah, yeah. very routine-based. Come yeah. on, man. You yeah. do things exactly the way that yeah. they've okay. been done. We're going to give you a both. To, to a T, though, like you're very good at it because of that. Yeah, you know we're going to give you a both. I don't know about as a kid, but definitely now. We're gonna give you a book. So defeated. Come man. on, man. Come on. That's we, for sure. We've, we've, had, had, look, we've had like arguments about like it. Like I've tried to educate everybody here a million times. You know what it is though? It's the get really upset part that I think yeah. threw me off. That's <laughs> <laughs> because you never you never get out of your own way of doing things because you would get upset if somebody threw you out. So, God, so he's not going my way. It's at all. fine. But remember, remember, I've educated you guys on this a million times. None of these things are strict liabilities. They come with assets. Any is telling you this is an asset you have. It's a good thing that you have that you know could be troubling, can also be an asset. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it makes you great at your job. That's yeah. that's actually something I've always admired because yeah. it your scheduling is like fucking. It's like yeah. peak. Like it never fucks up, and my scheduling always fucks up. So I, I've looked at that in the past. And and, I'm like, how does he fucking do that? Well, and, and, and let me and, and let me really and, think, and think about. <laughs> 
and, and think about and think about how many times I've tried to do things and you've gone, uh, producers will do the producing or something like that. Or there's there's a there's a producing team here or something like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you've said that to me a hundred times. And so and that is me suggesting my way and you telling me no, it's my way. <laughs> It's all about managing expectations. That's that's half the gig. Okay. Uh, prefer routine, have a hard time with change, and may seem inflexible. We're going to give you both on that one, too. Wait, and I are both on. giving you they both. prefer routine, have a hard time. It's the same time thing with, as the other oh, one. I definitely prefer routine. Yeah, it's yeah, the same right, thing as yeah, the other yeah, one. Yeah, sure. Strong interest in certain topics, often want to talk about it, have difficulty talking about anything else. Now, I do not experience you that way now. Likewise. But I'm imagining when you were talking about business cards, that was insufferable. I'm guessing. <laughs> I never talked about that out loud with anybody. Okay. Except for except for the maitre d at the restaurant. It's like, hey, you got any more spare business cards up there that I could take? So so you would have strong interest, but you wouldn't share it. Right. I don't think I'd ever ask them like, hey, do you like XYZ? Because I do. I think I, you wait for them to say it, and you're like, oh, my God, let me unload on you. Well, and then would people get kind of like, okay, okay, all right, okay, all right. Did you see what I've we, never picked up on that. You seen the right? That's the problem. Did Did you see the latest what, what we do in the shadow when Colin Robinson is going? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? To uh, the vampire. You You seen the latest what we did the last couple episodes? Uh, no, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm. I've only like I just started it like not too long ago. What? I'm only on like season one or two. Oh my god! Do you watch it? Any? You don't watch it, do you? I don't even know what you're talking about. What, what we do in the about? shadows. What we do in the shadows. It's no. uh, it's Christina's Never. favorite show. It's it's about vampires. It's like a comedy uh, vampire, but it's comedy. It's fun. It's Seriously, fun. It's pretty comedy. funny. Yeah, pretty yeah. funny. It's fucking awesome. Well, anyway, when you get into the third season, I don't want to give all this away to you, but one of the characters has this trait. And he's always like, uh, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? And he's talking about Lego and about Legos and things. And so I'm get, I'm just imagining you might have had a whiff of that when you were younger. No, nah, I don't right. think I... No. All right, never. I wasn't that. We'll give you never. Legos are hella dope, though. Just. <laughs> uh, and I do fucking love Legos. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, rock, rocking, moving your hands in a repetitive way, that kind of thing. <laughs> well, go, hold on, hold on. Backtrack. They do this architecture series now where it's for adults now, too. Lego. Yeah. Okay. Don't even... Don't even. Do you, do you, uh... Do oh, I just did the thing, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Not helping your case. Yeah. 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 Well, I, just imagine, I just imagine that experience when you're younger. Guess you what? Guess what? Guess what? Experience. They're doing an architecture thing, and there's a and there's a there's a competition on on Fox. Dude, and, I have like two Frank Geary architect. Uh, okay. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Uh, rocking, moving your hands repetitively. Was that ever a behavior? Uh, rock back and forth movement? No. Never? Not really. I don't self-soothe that way. Gosh. You know, one of the things, uh, personally, when my kids were born, I was it was very, very intense. I was in the operating room, and the anesthesiologist looks over me and goes, what does that feel like? And I realized I was just rocking, <laughs> I was rocking in the chair. I was like, holy shit. It's no, intense. You know what I do? I uh, uh, Like, if I ever get worked up, I, I pace, but I feel like that's not... We'll give you a like, never for that. Yeah, if someone looks at that, they're not like, boy, that's pretty... Nah. We'll give you a never. Uh, as a child, line toys up, played with objects in the same way over and over again, right? Nah, it was pretty messy. Mm-hmm. Never. Even those business cards, huh? You didn't have them carefully I didn't organized? Play with, hey, those weren't for play. Those were for function. What were the functions? In case I ever needed to call a business, I could thumb through all my business cards. Did you ever help anybody else out with that uh, nah, function? Never. <laughs> the function never came. <laughs> How but can, I was prepared for it. Annie, help me with this. How can we over, you know, how can we 
not say that he sort of had things lined up a certain way when he was younger. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't. I, I guess the it's not ritual. It's not ritualistic. At least it's not ritualistic. They weren't alphabetical. We'll give it an order. All right, all right. You got it. And uh, repeat same words or phrases over and over. Repeat phrases of others. Get it on. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no repetitive phrases at your mom's house. No one ever re- repeats. No, uh, but like sayings and stuff. Yeah, like touch my cameras with a fence. Hey, Hitler. You no, never. I mean, like you know, no, 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 not like YMH phrases. Like I don't use those in everyday conversations. Okay. But like, oh, that that juice isn't worth the squeeze. Like just like All little right. like sayings and stuff like that. You, you do use here. them. He does use them or doesn't. We use do them? have fun. We have fun here. That's. I think I've heard him say that like at least, I don't know, twenty million times. All right, so we're like giving that a yes. Yeah, yeah. And so, how about when you were younger? <sighs> Probably. But I think for the most part, whenever I'd say it, it was like it's always uh, 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 trying to uh, prompt a laugh. You know, like it's it's like I'm always trying to make someone laugh when I say those things. They just don't always land. Both. Okay. We're giving you both on that one. All right. All right. Let's get the results here. Do we want to take a guess at what it might be? Uh, uh, how he ranks? Yeah. Completely autistic. Uh, no, I'm going to say uh, he's got to be further up than Christina. She was only three points away. Yeah, so you've got to be in the zone. But I'm going to say sort of weakly in the zone. What do we got? No autism. Asperger's likely. Ah, God which damn is it. Which is autistic spectrum. Well, yeah. no, that's that's what Christina got as well. She like, got... I, I think it's no... I think it's that it's neither of those likely, I think. She got neither likely. Yeah, he got Asperger's likely. No, I, I think that means no oh. autism or Asperger's likely. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and I got 28 of 42. Do you remember what she I'm, got? I feel like she got 28. I feel, I feel oh, like it. <laughs> same thing. I feel like she did. Wait, which includes what used to be called Asperger's IC, now considered a type of autism. His only a screening measure cannot make a definitive diagnosis. Okay. Oh, here's well, the scoring. What? Oh, my God. What? I'm fucking one away. Well, she, well oh, Christina was, what, three away? Yeah, she was, th- I feel like three, if I remember right. Well, I got to say, when, when when they brought up the possibility that you had it, I was like, no, nah, come on. And then I started thinking, maybe. So there, it fits, fits with my experience of you. It fits. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. I mean, you look, you you did collect business cards, but you didn't rock and do repetitive hand motions. Right. You know what I mean? You were yeah, just sort of- Well socialized. Eh, you figured shit out. And if anything, whatever you had, and this is kind of an interesting area- Whatever you had, you kind of grew out of by paying attention and being motivated and having some social awareness, right? And that's what most kids do. It's just some have more of a burden to get through that than others. That's all. Right. I was motivated by the responses that I got. So if I did something, I'm like, oh, that was not the response that I wanted. I'm like, oh, I need to tweak maybe we something. Get, maybe we had to get the narcissism scale back, Andy. I think maybe that was more than the whole Andy's like, well, maybe. No? For him? <laughs> what? For, for, for Adam? For Adam? More than narcissistic? I'm narcissistic? Uh, I, don't I don't know, man. So. No? Okay. I hate myself pretty good. It doesn't yeah, you can, But narcissism at its core is a self-loathing. Really? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds like opposite. It's a self-preoccupation. Narcissist, one of the reasons, one of the reasons that narcissists are so self-preoccupied is because they're in pain all the time. And when you're in pain, it's hard not to be thinking about yourself. Hmm? We're not taking that now. I can't, I can't oh, no, deal no, with these back-to-back back test results enough. that just don't no, 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 no. go in my favor. No, no, I need to talk about... Uh, <laughs> I, I need to talk about multiple orgasmic cum dump with pancreatic divisium. Take it away, Drew. I'm one of these elis- elusive, hypersexual, multi-orgasmic ladies. Okay. I have upwards of 40 orgasms in one, every sexy time session. 
both penetration and clitoral stimulation. I love everything. Spit on me, beat me, literally, please. Um, that's not all, though. At 20, I'm now about 26, I began to experience chronic idiopathic pancreatitis. Interesting. After you're over suffering, hospitalization, massive weight loss, I finally found a doctor who diagnosed me with pancreatic divisum, which is after my ERCP. I had several stents placed uh, going up in every size until eventually it was removed, and I haven't had one bout of pancreatitis since. So she had a small or a spastic pancreatic duct, right? Pancreas is the big organ right in the middle of your gastrointestinal system that produces insulin. It has an endocrine function and an exocrine function. It produces um, insulin and glucagon and uh, cholecystokinin, all these very important bunch of enzymes for di for digestion. Uh, and it spills those enzymes into the duodenum through the pancreatic duct, and the pancreatic duct joins with the common bile duct, and you can have uh, narrowing. You can have a problem with the, how those ducts function. And they went up into the, they went actually into the small bowel, put a stent, I mean a, a tube, into the pancreatic duct to open it up, and it worked. Uh, here's my question. Why did the three doctors I saw the first time write me off and say, we don't know why you have chronic pancreatitis? There's nothing more we can do. My final doctor said he knew immediately. Are they stupid? Uh, did they not take time to Google? Are they lazy? Uh, anywhere you better become a name. So, you know, this is actually a really great question from this multi-orgasmic cum dump. Um, as she refers to herself. I want her to feel comfortable when I answer this question. That's how she talks about herself. Um, is that I have, it's not that doctors are lazy. <laughs> it's, this is going to sound even worse. It's that they don't think. They don't think. And this is a really serious problem. And I used to train doctors. I, I did a lot of teaching. And I was seeing a lot of this. And I think it's worse these days. They don't have the time to, they, they either instinctively know what's going on or they know kind of where to look to figure it out, which is usually already they're in trouble if they're having to look things up. But uh, they instinctively know what's going on, or they don't. And they don't sit and think about it. And they don't want to think any further about it because the system they're in won't let them. So in an ideal world, let's say I didn't know what was going on, I would first get consultation. And if the consultation didn't give us an answer, I would say, let's keep thinking about this. Let me see you again in three weeks. Let me see how this thing is evolving. Let me see if there are any other hints here. Let me look around for other clues. Maybe there's somewhere else we can go. It is that both the caring to keep following and have a, a, a uh, investment in you as a patient and the, it's sort of a stamina or a motivation to kind of think and think hard about what's going on with you. And it's not happening so much anymore. It just really isn't. And, and I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that's... Uh, that's unfortunately my profession right now. We, we got some videos I want to get back to. Well, give me one more voice message just to kind of clear my palate a little bit, and then we'll do some videos. All right, we do need to wrap up here in a second. All right, well, give me a voicemail, and then uh, we'll do two videos. I also have one question real oh, quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just curious, wouldn't it be impossible for an autistic person <laughs> to properly evaluate themselves on the topic of autism? Wouldn't it, it be it, basically impossible it, to take it, a test? You, your point is well taken essentially but but your point is can we be objective about ourselves ever mm. is really in that question right. so if you already have deficiencies in your ability to evaluate things like emotions and so you know your reactions and how people should or shouldn't react yes it's going to be extra hard for you but almost every mental condition carries blind spots that's why they happen 
because people kind of don't see how they're, they're just are, they're just in it and to step outside of themselves. And really the more, the most serious problem is not something like autism. It's really personality disorders and true personality disorders can't step out of themselves and see everything as externalized. All the problem is out there, not in here. When of course, the only thing we can change, the only thing we have control over, the only thing that really does create the circumstances of our life I mean, some of it's outside, but a lot of it is in here. And so, yeah, if you can only consider out there as the problem, it, it makes for not a fun fun time. So a narcissist would probably Correct. say stuff like, yeah, I have no problem with social issues or social No anxiety. problem with anything, no but problem. my wife's yeah. a bitch or my right. kids are a pain in the ass, you know, or my mm. partners, they're terrible. Uh, and it's usually, fo- of course, focused on other people. But and, and it can go actually as far as something called anisognosia. Have I ever talked about anisognosia here? Sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah, which is actually a neurological block. And so people with serious mental illness, with schizophrenia, with a bipolar disorder, with addiction, literally can't see not only insight into what their piece is, they literally can't even see what's happening to them. That's how they end up on the street. I'm leading my back. Well, what's the problem? I'm on, I'm, I'm, where's my heroin? They just cannot process what is happening. They can only think about the next hit or you know whatever it is. All right, let's see. Let's see a um, a voicemail first. I want a voice message before I finish up. Hi, Dr. Drew. Thank you for a woman. It's hey. Emmy Hi, from Emmy. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Toronto, um, she I said. I have a question about, I guess, butthole. <laughs> so my question is, you know when you wipe and it's like your butt gets kind of chapped a little bit or like too much friction? Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that your lip skin and your asshole skin is the same. So sort of. would it be soothing if I put lip balm on oh quite a question uh, so let here. me know love the show love you guys love the booth boys everybody all right thanks bye see, see when i talk about our female listeners just being more satisfying somehow listen to the thought process that went into that yeah should i put chapstick mm, in my, my chapstick, ass my asshole lips are bothering me but i mean you you could also i guess include vaginal lips in that that and they are all slightly different in fact you can kind of under the microscope, you can kind of see the difference in these different things, but they're they're similar. I get your point. Um, e, the answer is, I really don't know. Uh, the I, I'm suspecting it doesn't do as much for you. Uh, point being that there are people, there are businesses that develop, you know, pads and ointments and things for that area, and it doesn't include the same thing as uh, as you, what you put on your lips. Um, and most of the things, and you know, in the lip balm is sort of an ointment really at its core and the stuff we put on our asshole tends to be more creams uh, so I'm, I'm going to suggest it's a little bit different but uh, I appreciate uh, your pronunciation of butthole fantastic made my weekend and uh, and your thoughtfulness about your own asshole it's really quite 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 uh, elevating but what I caught my attention I said it when she said it when she said Toronto people who live in Toronto don't say Toronto they say Toronto so I'm wondering Toronto. Where, yeah, it's Toronto. So I wonder where she's actually from. I guess she's a fucking poser, huh? Posing. She's <laughs> pretending to be from Toronto, but she's not. Fucking bitch. All right. Let's watch some videos. Get her out nope, of here. She was great. She was great. Uh, topless Otolis no, 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 at Walmart. No, here, I'm going to show you this. This is going to be the last one that we end up because we do need to wrap up. Okay, okay. Show me. Pussy. Do what? I never had no pussy. No? No. Hell yeah. You going to go, get some? Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll see you there, buddy. Later, bro. You. He just walked up and said, I never had no pussy. 
and that he was going to go get some. That is, well, it's it's interesting because that is anisognosia, everybody. Anisognosia is, he has no sense that that's inappropriate or, you know, it just makes perfect sense to him in that moment. Let's see it one more time. Just because he's so cute. Pussy. Do what? I never had no pussy. <laughs> no? No. Hell yeah. You going to go, get some? Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll see you there, everybody. Later, bro. <laughs> so that's probably schizophrenia. That's what that is. Yeah, so good oh, time. That's fun. It is fun, and uh, appreciate sharing. Well, give me one more video. Come on now, you got it. You're withholding from Come me. On Come on, come on. They're really so short. Do, no, you got a TikTok? A TikTok really, at least? We really got around. Oh, damn it! Really Too got much fun up, with you guys. <laughs> appreciate spending time you with see? you. Thank you all for uh, spending, you know, for spending time with us. Booth boys for sharing their personal material with us and being willing to to play along. It's interesting. And and again, I want to reinforce. Any of these things that we're talking about, testing for, that we all have, we all have something about us that we can be putting on spectrums of uh, human brain function, frankly, and human behavior. The, we all sit on a spectrum of different things, and each of those spectrum carries assets and liabilities. Like I always say, alcoholics have a big liability that comes with them if they activate the disease of alcoholism. If they don't, they're great survivors. They make great extreme athletes. They're extraordinary. And so that, that is the asset that comes with this liability that they have to manage sometimes. So it's true of just pretty much, I mean, if we, we mentioned narcissism today. If you're a fighter pilot, I'd like that person to be a narcissist. I, I want them to feel like they're invincible and that nobody else can assail them. And I don't want them to have anxiety. I want them to be focused and feel invincible. Good. It's an asset in certain circumstances. So with that having been said, uh, E1A2531693 for more voice messages and of course the emails which have been great this week. Uh, Dr. at gmail.com and don't forget merch at uh, store.ymhstudios.com store.ymhstudios.com Are we selling my uh, bobblehead at, at our uh, YMH I store? I think that's on your store. That is drew.com slash store.drew.com or something like Dr. that? drew.com slash shop. Shop slash shop. That's what it is. <laughs> thank you. Eddie. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> gotcha. Thank you for keeping keeping me honest here and, and looking out for me. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll put the uh, bobblehead up maybe next time so you guys can see that. But uh, do Susan, it's her project. She's very excited that people should get get the bobblehead. I am excited that we all have the Rational Revolution cups because I'm still waiting for the Rational Revolution, but it seems to be more upon us than it has for a long time. Um, I, I need to uh, thump Christina about that and ask her why it's taken so long. All right, everybody, we'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation in the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.